You are listening to the Feast Makari Legaspi podcast. We meet at 7.30 p.m. every Thursday night at the AIM Conference Center, Benavides Street, Legaspi Village, Makati City. Visit us at www.feastmakarilegaspi.com for more details. So, pero kasi ito, hindi natin nagastos ng konti pa. So they were fearing the worst kasi parang, parang tahimik. Nag-glide na lang tayo. Then they heard the, the pilot say, um, I'm sorry, but our plane died. <laughs> and the worst thing I can ever tell you is, is what I'm going to tell you right now. Our plane died, our engine conked out, and we cannot arrive safely, obviously. I am really sorry, but I am a, I'm the captain, so I will go down with my plane. But you can, you can leave, and you can go out. And a second sorry, sabi ng pilot, there's another problem. I have only one parachute. Isa lang pong parachute na nandyan. Eh, apat kayo. Ako, I'll definitely give my, my, my life. It's my fault. It's my plane. You talk about it. Kasi sino sa inyong apat ang gagamit ng parachute to save themselves, to jump off the plane in a parachute. So nakakataka. Imagine if you were faced with that challenge and faced with that situation. Anong gagawin mo? There were four people. One American, one Japanese, and one Filipino, and one race na hindi ko na in-name, bahala na kayo mag-isip kung sino siya. Basta, mahirap eh. So, everyone was muttering, oh my gosh, they started praying, they started wailing, they started saying, how, will, how about my family? Who will tell my family I love them, etc. They had to make a decision. One parachute, everyone else will die. So finally, the American stood up and he said, Okay, okay. Um, I will just do the honorable thing. And because there's nothing we can do, I'd just rather give my chance to whoever wants it. So he wanted not to die in the plane. He wanted to jump out and just do the honorable thing. So sige, goodbye everyone. And before he jumped, he shouted um, from America, Make America great again! Talon siya. Tatlo na lang. Isang parachute, tatlong tao. The second guy who stood up was the Japanese. He said, in my culture, in my culture. Um, na mali, Wakanda yung accent ko. In my culture. In my culture, in my culture, um, it's very honorable for us to give our lives. So sige, he went to the side. You guys take care. Uh, take the parachute. I'll just leave. So when he reached the end of the door, he shouted, For the honor of Japan! So natira, Pinoy, and another person. Eh, walang kumikibo. Siyempre, kung sino na magsalita, siya yung gagawa. So finally, after mong years of waiting, the Filipino stood up. Ah, galing ng Pinoy. Palapakan natin ng Pinoy. Napakagiting talaga ng Pinoy. Si Mario Dumayuga, yung Pinoy, he stood up and he said, um, uh, and because he stood up, nahiya na yung kasama niya, sige, tumayo na rin siya, sige, parang thank you for that for this. Sabi ni Pinoy, uh, yeah, I have family and friends, may, may kainan pa nga sa bahay, may pansit pa nga, may ambers na naghihintay sa akin, pero um, I will give, uh, there's no choice. In my culture naman, sabi niya, we have this saying, sinabi. Tapos sinabi ng katabi niya, oh, what, are, what is your saying in your culture? Sabi ng Pinoy, we have the saying, Mabuhay ang Pilipinas! Sinipa niya yung tao, nahulog, 
nawala na namatay tao so he stuck with the the plane he got the parachute so nabuhay ang pilipino that's a battle cry mabuhay ang pilipinas sabi niyo ngayon mabuhay ang pilipinas nabuhay ang pilipino we talk about battle cries we talk about discussing we could talk about what we declare and the creed is a beautiful battle cry Tonight, we're going to talk about, again, commission. Say commission. Um, we declare the same... Let's read it, commission. We who declare the same creed are called to the same mission. Amen? It's our common mission. The word commission comes from the Great Commission. And let's read this from the Bible together. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So before Jesus ascended to heaven, he gathered all his disciples and all the followers, and he told them this commission. Binigin sila ng bagong mission. This is what you're going to do. Make believers. Go forth and make disciples. Baptize them. So what he did, his commission was actually a go mission. Sabihin go mission. The mission to go. He said go. He said Christian life is not staying content with what you receive, but it is standing up and going and preaching and leading other people to you. Amen? We are not meant to keep what we receive. We're meant to pass it on. There's this two bodies of water in, 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 in the Holy Land. It's a very beautiful um, contrast. One of the bodies of water, if you go to the Holy Land, Holy Land, raise your hands. Right, So even me, I haven't uh, Meron. There's one body of water, it's called the Dead Sea. Sabinyo Dead Sea. The Dead Sea is 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 peculiar because dito sa Dead Sea. Sobrang, sobrang, sobrang dead siya. Because sobrang, sobrang, sobrang salty niya. Sa sobrang alat niya, maglag, nagdala ka kung pupunta huli, ang dala ka ng mangga, i-dip mo doon, salt. But it's so salty, it's so salty that no, it's dead because walang animals na nagka-thrive doon. Walang plant life under, under, underwater. There's no life, kaya it's dead. It's so salty that when you go there, you will easily float. Kahit hindi ka marunong mag-swimming, buoyant ka. Para kang ganito. If you swim there, sobrang lulutang ka talaga. Kahit hindi ka magaling mag-swim. Because it's so salty. That's the Dead Sea. Sabi nyo nga, Dead Sea. But there's a second body of water and it's called the River Jordan. Sabi nyo The River Jordan is a river na sobrang lively naman. Teeming with life. Kita mo sa picture, may, may vegetation on the banks of the river. There's fish underneath. There's plant life underneath. Sobra people go to that river for nourishment, for fish, for food, for, for water, etc. It's so much beautiful. It's so much teeming with life. Opposite ng Dead Sea. But here's what's beautiful and scary and funny about it. They're connected. The River Jordan leads to the Dead Sea. The reason why the Dead Sea is dead is because it doesn't give away anything. Kung ano pumunta sa kanya, kuha lang niya. 
The reason why the River Jordan is so alive is because whatever it gets, it passes it on. Gets nyo? Dead sea, dead siya, dahil wala siyang binibigay. Tanggap, nang tanggap, nang tanggap. So all the saltiness stays with him. But the River Jordan flows. Sabihin flow. The River Jordan flows. Similar with us. If you only come to receive and receive and receive, you will be blessed. You will be happy. You will be, you will be tickled with inspiration. But you will realize you will stagnate. You will eventually die in your spiritual life. If you don't give, you'll be like the Dead Sea. The reason the River Jordan lives is because it gives. Kasi likas sa atin na dapat nagbibigay tayo. Kung ano yung tinanggap natin, ibigay mo. Kung tinago mo lang, you'll die. Don't just be receivers of the good news. Be relayers of the good news. I-relay nyo. Don't just be receivers of goodness sa buhay nyo. Huwag lang kayo tanggap ng tanggap. Magbigay din kayo. If we just receive, we die. Tell, to the, tell the person beside you, pass it on. That's how we are designed. The happiest people are the helpingest people. I made that word up. The happiest people are those who help. Hindi tipong tanggap lang tanggap, enrich myself. But the happiest people are those who when they get something, they share, they give. That's how we were, the reason is because that's how we were designed. When God created us, let's see that. When God created you, He designed you to be a blesser. Say blesser. And when you don't bless others, when you get what you receive and you keep it yourself, you die. But you, when you start blessing others, then things cooperate with your design and you start living. Every fiber of our being was designed by God to serve, to love, to care, to share, and to bless. Amen? If you don't do that, you malfunction. Because you're designed to that, that way. And if you don't do that, you malfunction. When you live for only yourself, you don't grow, you stagnate, and you die. You go against your divine pur- purpose. Amen? So tell the person beside you, bless you. It's time to bless others. Let's give them a round of applause. So with that, uh, don't be someone who only receives and receives. Tonight is the night and the talk of this series that I will inspire you to start giving, to start sharing, to start going out. It's because others need what you have received as well. Amen? Ang tanong, Brother To, how do you bless others? Simple answer is, you bless others by loving them. Because that's what you're meant to do. You're meant to bless others. Ang tanong, what's the best way to love people? Ilibre ko ba sila sa, sa sine? Manood ba kami ng Hello, Love, Goodbye? Parang miyak. The best way to love them is by giving them the greatest blessing. And finally, what's the greatest blessing? What is the greatest blessing you can ever give? If you're asking what's the greatest blessing you can ever give someone in your life, you know what the answer is? You can give someone, the greatest blessing is you give someone a personal relationship with Jesus. 
That's the greatest gift you can ever give anyone, someone else. Making them connect with Jesus. That's greater than, more precious than milk tea na mo sa kanya. More costly than Bitcoin na pwede mong ilibre siya. More lasting than manlibre ka o magpainom ka. The greatest blessing you can ever give is to help others find Jesus and have a beautiful relationship with Jesus. Helping them receive what you first received is your best gift that they'll forever thank you for. Traditionally, this is called evangelism. Say evangelism. Narinig ko na yan, nung school ko, evangelize, bring others to Jesus. That's beautiful. And that's the call of the creed. When you receive something, you share. For example, meron kang cancer dati. Kunyari lang. Kunyari may cancer ka. Then you encounter a doctor who researched the cure of cancer. Papaya leaves lang pala. Tapos pinatikim sa'yo at gumaling ka. Gumaling ka and from, from a state na stage 4 ka na walang hope, bigla nagkaroon ka ng hope na buhay ka. Then gumaling ka, sobrang thankful sa doctor. The thing is, when you go back home, when you go back to your circles, you find other people around you who have cancer as well. Anong gagawin mo? Ay, akin lang to. Or do you share it to them? Do you tell them, uy, may nahanap akong solution sa problema natin. Halika, punta ka dito. That's evangelism. Sharing what you received so that others too can receive what you received. Amen? As creed followers, we should be truly Christ followers. And as Christ followers, we should follow Christ. It goes without saying, a Catholic by nature, by definition, is an evangelist. Say that. That's our mission. That's our call. That's our duty. That's what gives us true and lasting joy. Honestly, one of the most, one of the happiest moments in my life is whenever I see someone say, I love you, Lord, because of something I directly or indirectly did. Like, for example, sa encounter. Who among you have attended the encounter two weeks ago? Raise your hands. Can we give a round of applause for our encounter, Reese? Encounter Reese. Minsan kasi you, you see people commit and say, Lord, I love you. I thank you for all you've done and I'm giving my life for you. Iba yung thrill, grabe. Iba yung joy that not, no movie, no, no, no success can ever give you. Because that's how we were designed. We were designed to help people come to Jesus, to be a blesser. That's our mission. Say that. That's my mission. To evangelize. Say that. Ang tanong, how do we evangelize? Napaka-technical term. Napaka-laking English yan, brother to. Paano yan? Brother to, hindi ako magaling magsalita. Ang hirap. I'm shy. I'm an introvert. I don't know how to speak. I don't know what's, what to say. How will I preach about people coming to Jesus? You know the number one tool that you have right now so that you can evangelize? Alam niyo ano? Ask me what? Tell them your love story. This is your tool. Your love story is your tool. And I'll explain a little more later on. It's, it's not talking about your love story with your forever. Not talking about your love story with your, with your, with your crush or with your, with your loved one. It's God's love story to you. How He rescued you. How He uplifted you. 
how he gave you hope again, how he made you smile again. Let's go into detail. I'll use a story in the Bible, in the Gospels, to unpack this truth. It's a very simple story, pero kung hinimay-himay nyo, ang galing na message na pwede niyo ibigay. Amen? Let's use this story. But from this story, we will get mind-blowing truths that we will get when we dissect it. We will get three spiritual principles about evangelism. How many? First principle from this story is, number one, real evangelism. Say that. Tell the person beside you, let's get real. Can I shock you? Okay lang. Can I shock you? Permission granted? Yes? We're not evangelizing people to the feast. But to Jesus. Amen? We're not bringing people to the feast. And yun lang trabaho natin. You don't even have to go to the feast to be able to evangelize. To bring, and you don't have to bring them here. The goal is to bring them not just to the feast, but to Jesus. That's the real evangelism we're talking about. If they come to the Lord, to Jesus, through the feast, hallelujah, that's good. But even if we'll have a feast, as long as you bring them to Jesus, your mission is, is, is beautifully granted. Bring people to Jesus. It's not just also evangelizing people to live a good life. Our goal is not to bring people, oh, sana attend ka ng feast para gumingiti ka na. Hindi ka dati, simangot ka lagi. Dati default face mo, bawal gumiti. Ngayon gumingiti ka na. It's not, that's not the goal. Or to be better human beings, that's not the goal. If that happens as a result of what you did when you bring them to Jesus, then good. That's great. But that's not the core mission. The core mission of evangelizing is to bring people to Jesus. If the feast is a tool that you can do that, then bring them to Jesus through the feast. If it's not necessary to the feast, then do it through other means. Bottom line, we evangelize and bring people to Jesus. Gets no? Because even if you come to the feast but you don't see Jesus, nagfail ang mission ko rin. Because I hope in all the Thursdays we spent together, may nakilala kayo at ang pangalan niya Jesus. At naging real siya sa inyo. I hope you're not attending because napaka-nakakatawa lang yung speaker sa harap na may joke kanina na mukhang walang tumawa at napakagaling ng banda namin. But I hope you're coming here because you found Jesus here. That's our hope and our prayer every, every Thursday. You should want people to know Jesus, give their lives to Jesus, and follow Jesus forever. Let's read the Bible story I was talking about. The next day, John was standing there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus walking by, again, we're talking about John the Baptist. When he saw Jesus walking, that, walking by, there is the Lamb of God, he said. The two disciples heard him say this and went with Jesus. Jesus turned, saw them following him, and asked, What are you looking for? They answered, Where do you live, Rabbi? This word means teacher. Come and see. Say that. He answered. It was then about four o'clock in the afternoon. So they went with him and saw where he lived and spent the rest of that day with him. Gets no? Two of the disciples of John the Baptist saw Jesus and John said, Yeah, to Jesus. Look, that's the Lamb of God. And one of the disciples said, Sinundan siya. At pum- uh, he went to them. To follow Jesus, this is funny. 
to follow Jesus, Jesus did not say, oh, sige, sign a membership form, lagay mo yung birth certificate mo, lagay mo yung postal ID number mo, etc. He didn't do that. He didn't say, Google mo nga how to follow me or Google about me, learn about me first before you follow me. Go to the library, punta ka, read about me in the scripture. Jesus simply said, come and see. Come and see. In short, to follow Jesus, all you need is simply one word. Relationship. Say that. Relationship. Not membership. Relationship. Even today, Jesus hasn't stopped asking people to come and see. Halika dito. Right now, he's telling you, friend, walk into my home, sit around my dinner table, laugh and eat with me as I, as I, I eat, drink my wine. Usap tayo, anong problema mo, anong pinagdadaanan mo? Nako, yung pinagdadaanan mo, matindihan. Let's talk face-to-face, heart-to-heart, spirit-to-spirit. And because of this loving approach, lives change. When the apostles went to Jesus' home and he invited him, their lives changed forever. Whoever encounters Jesus, their lives change when they come and see. I, I, all these years I've been following Jesus. I've heard hundreds of stories. 32 years na po ako following Jesus. In, in this deeper way. And I've heard hundreds of stories of people who would share that no una, they were born Catholic, they were, they were baptized Catholic, they followed Jesus, they, in, in, in principle, by following the sacraments, they gave their lives, well, they followed Jesus, they were part of the, the church, it was a membership to them and not a relationship. But when they found Jesus in the feast, and they attended their first feast, Nagbago ut mundo nila. Oy, ganun pala yon. The Jesus that I read about, I want to know more. I don't just want to know about Jesus. I want to know Jesus. What His plan is for my life. How He can help me with this situation I'm having. And because of that relationship that they now have, their lives change for good. That's real evangelism. Say real evangelism. God became the center of their lives when they started attending the feast and started hearing about Jesus. And they said, Sige, Lord, I will follow you. From someone na sobrang membership lang sa church, naging relationship kay Jesus. And that's what I want to invite you to experience here at the feast. Go from membership to relationship. That at every time we pray, you're not just humming songs and tapping your feet. You're praying and, and communing and singing to Jesus. Sabi ng isang napaka-galeng na priest friend namin, his name is Father Steve Tainan, he says, the problem with many Catholics is that they're sacramentalized but not evangelized. Tama o tama? Marami Catholics, even us, actually I was that, attending Mass just for the sake of getting a check every Sunday. Then pagkatapos, tapos na. Tagal nga na one hour, grabe, one hour na lang, tagal pa. Because they don't see Jesus, they see a sacrament. It's beautiful if you see Jesus in that sacrament. But minsan, pag sacrament lang yan, it doesn't make sense. And you leave not getting the blessing that the sacrament could have given you if you just invested more into it. So it's so true. Get real with Jesus starting tonight. Amen? 
my role every feast and I pray every time. I like like this week was horrendous, sobrang busy ko this week. Pero if you know my schedule, Wednesday nights ako nagpre-prepare ng talk and that's every week. Hindi biro yun kasi again, I have a day job and it's it's a very taxing job. But every Wednesday I pray and when I prepare and when I prepare, I really pray, Lord, kung salita ko lang to, wag na lang. Salita mo sana. Sana lahat na makinig, whether offline or online, would receive your personal word for them. My goal every feast is that ma-evangelize kayo to follow Jesus. Not just na may ma-post lang kayo maganda at the end of the feast. Not just na may feel-good feeling lang kayo. But that at the end of the feast, you would get to know Jesus more. Get to commit your life to Jesus better. My mission is that you see Jesus through this feast. Amen? And all of us should do the same. All of us who have seen Jesus should now bring others to see Jesus as we have seen him. And Jesus becomes not just the Lord of your religious life, but also of your family life, of your work, of your playtime, etc. Tell the person beside you, get real with Jesus. Can we give the Lord a round of applause? So first spiritual principle, real evangelism. Again, you don't just bring them here. That's the first step or that's a good goal. That's a good tool. But the real goal is to go real. And that sana, hindi lang sila pumunta every week para lang matuwa. Pero sana eventually, pumunta sila dito so they find Jesus. And Jesus helps their lives become, become better. Amen? The second spiritual principle of evangelism is relational evangelism. Sabihin yan. May real evangelism, but when you get the real evangelism, you should, evangelism should also be relational. Amen? Let's learn more about that through the Bible verse that's, that we continue. Andrew, yung kanina yung guy, Simon Peter's brother. So si Andrew, kapatid pala siya ni Simon Peter. So kuya niya si Pedro. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, We have found the Messiah, that is the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Evangelism. Andrew evangelized Peter. Peter became the head of the church, became the first pope. But who evangelized him? Who brought him to that state? Si Andrew, kapatid niya. Here we see the origin of Andrew. Hindi masyado naririnig yung, yung pangalan na Andrew sa, sa mga sikat na, na, na disciples. He was one of the apostles, brother ni Peter. Started out as a disciple of John, but eventually na-recruit ni Jesus, sumama sa network ni Jesus sa kanya na raw. From then he started following Jesus and became one of the greatest men in our faith. Right after, he, followed, he invited Peter to meet Jesus. Why did he evangelize Peter? Tanong. Or how did he evangelize Peter? At this stage in his history, Andrew wasn't a good speaker. Mahiyain pa nga siguro yan, introvert pa nga yan eh. Andrew evangelized not because he was a preacher, but because he was a brother. A lot of people say, I can't, I can't evangelize people. Yung iba na lang, yung katabi ko na lang, mas magaling, mas maboka yung katabi ko. Siya yung may ibita ng opisina, ng opisina namin. Ako, hindi naman ako. Shy. Hoy, I'm shy. 
I'm an introvert. But you don't need skills to evangelize. You just need stories. And everyone has stories. Everyone can share. No skills necessary. No skills necessary. This is key. When God thought of who will share his love to the world, he wasn't thinking of preachers. He wasn't thinking of public speakers. He was thinking of brothers, sisters, fathers, mothers, spouses, boyfriends, girlfriends. Sila magsha-share ng kingdom. Hindi kailangan magaling, hindi kailangan mataas. Kahit sino. He was thinking of beshies, buddies, doormates, office mates, UV express mates, milky body every 12 o'clock. Those are the people that Jesus can empower with his story to bring people to him. Andrew evangelized Queer Peter because they had a relationship. Kuya, tara, may nakita ko. Ang galing niya. Punta ka dito. No skill necessary. Kapatid ko lang siya. Relational evangelism is organic evangelism. Say that. Meaning it happens naturally through the platform of relationship. For example, isang tanong. Pag may nakita kayo sa Facebook na sobrang tuwang-tuwa kayo, either may meme na nakakatawa, haha, guilty ako dyan. May video kayo na nakita na napakagaling, may nakakatamang message na sa tingin mong maganda to. Anong una nyo ginagawa? Maliban sa tumatawa. Anong sanabi nyo? Click the share button. Likas na pala sa atin yun eh. When we experience something great, we share it online. We share. Same thing with your faith. When you experience something amazing, ang natural tendency dapat is to share, not to keep. Akin lang to. Thursday moment ko lang to eh. Mema moment. I want to share it so that others can, in my circles, could receive it. When you share on Facebook, when you repost on Instagram, when you share sa stories mo, sa Instagram or Facebook, you want other people in your circle who is part of your circle to also laugh like you laughed. To also be thrilled by what thrilled you. To also be inspired by what inspired you. Amen? People you want to benefit from your discovery. Same thing with evangelism. When you experience something beautiful on a Thursday night, from now on, can I invite you to share it? Not just online, but share it. Tomorrow, when you see your friend, Uy, alam mo, something happened last night. Let me share it to you. You don't have to go to Angola, mag-fly ka, chartered plane, magdala ka sariling parachute na lang para safe, to Angola. Because 99% of the time, God wants you to be a missionary to your own circle. Yung friends mo who need hope are the people that God wants you to share to. Because the world will be won to Christ not by preaching around the pulpit, but by storytelling around the dining table. Start with your family. Start with your ate, your kuya. Peter, may na experience ko. Kuya, ate. Start the sharing. Tell the person beside you, start the sharing. Before we continue with our last point, think, close your eyes. Think of those in your inner circle, those you know, the people around you, closest. Sino sa tingin nyo na sa paligid nyo lang, 
na kailangan tong nare-receive nyo every Thursday. Who among those, you know, think na alam mo kung nandito lang siya, hindi na siya magiging mareklamo sa buhay niya. Kung dinala ko lang siya dito, kung nakapunta lang siya dito at nare-receive niya yung message ni God, he will be changed for good. He will have hope again. She will be happy again. Yung issues niya sa politics and sa sobrang gulo sa mundo, mareresolve as long as they find Jesus. Think of those people. You can open your eyes now. And all you need to do is just to share what you experienced. Can we give the Lord a round of applause? And the final spiritual principle of evangelism is real life evangelism. Say that. And we end with this. The gospel says, the first thing Andrew did was he looked for Peter to tell him he has found Jesus. Say the first thing. The first thing. Unang-unang ginawa ni Andrew. Ang ganda no? Andrew encountered Jesus, changed his life. And ang unang-unang niyang ginawa is dinala niya yung kuya niya. Unang-una. Say unang-una. Sayang because as Catholics, evangelism is not the first thing we do. That's a 26th thing yun. First thing, toothbrush muna sa umaga. Ano yung Lazada ko? Dumating na ba? Yung impila si milk tea, magpapauna na ako, magpa-order na ako sa, sa Lala Food, etc. It's not even at the top 27 things we think of. We think of our jobs, we think of our life, we think of our K-dramas. But not bringing Jesus to people or people to Jesus. So the challenge of Andrew is, the first thing we should have done pala is when we encounter something, naturally, click the share button in your life so that others can also be blessed. Amen? Tanong, when was the last time you told a friend, hey, I found life. Hey, I found meaning. Hey, I found joy. Hey, I found happiness. Hey, I found peace. Hey, I found Jesus. I'd like to end by just sharing, once upon a time, I'm a civil engineer. Once upon a time, I joined a networking company. Um, I was recruited by my best friend to join. I left my career, civil engineering career, because sobrang sold ako sa concept, sobrang sold ako sa product. Now, we were trained very well how to sell. I wasn't a salesman before. I wasn't a career salesman. I would talk to people about Jesus, etc. Pero hindi ako skilled in the ways of the world in selling. Kahit gano'ng kagaling ko do, I rose up the ranks. Kahit gano'ng kagaling ko, skills-wise, magsalita, I was earning okay. Enough. Talagang survival lang. I didn't hit the highest points or the highest levels. But I was earning okay. I was learning a lot. As in, dun palang sulit na yung lessons ko. But I was earning okay. Dinapansin ko, may isang tao sa group before na hindi siya public speaker. Hindi siya magaling magsalita sa mic. Hindi siya magaling mag-joke tulad ko. Hindi siya, hindi, siya na, hindi siya magaling magsalita. I mean, literally, she was like an ale. Not anything, not bad-mouthing ale. But she was that type na hindi talaga magaling magsalita. But she was earning 10 times more than I was earning in that company. 
And I was trying to understand, ano bang skill, ano bang talent meron siya, ano bang technique ginagamit niya para um- umangat at kumita more than me. I, le- I tried to learn what her story was and eventually nalaman ko that she once had an incurable disease. And because of the product we were selling, gumaling siya. And she was not capable in speaking like me. She was not fluent in English like me. She wasn't skilled like me. But when she would talk to people, alam mo sabi niya? Alam mo? May sakit ako dati. Walang nakakagamot. Pero dahil sa produkto nito, gumaling ako. Bili ka? Boom! Ubos ang paninda. I was doing it because it was a business and I wanted to help others earn then, which is great. I earned from that. Not that big, but I earned something. But she was doing it because it was not a business, it was a crusade. Because she experienced something that changed her life and she wanted others who needed that thing that their lives also be changed. So that's the reason why she was selling more than I could ever sell. Sa akin, technical sa kanya, pangkalahatan ang kanyang benefit from this business. It was a crusade for her. I wanted to help people earn. She wanted to help people live. So if you want to share to end, the best way to share and invite people to, to Jesus is to change your script. Say that. Don't go technical on people. Alam na nila yan eh. Narinig na nila to. Online to eh. Don't go technical. Alam mo, sa feast na, na pinupuntahan ko every Thursday, maliban sa masarap ang kape at yung orange curls, may ganito, may speaker na ganito, magaling yung tugtugan, etc. Don't say, come to the feast, it'll make you feel better. Instead, talk about Jesus. How He changed your life when you were once hopeless before you came here ever in the first place. How He gave you a new perspective. Laliman niyo yung story niyo. Tell them about your love story. Don't give them a brochure of the feast. Alam mo, ganito yung feast. Ganyan. Sabihin niyo, alam mo, I was once lost and now I'm found. Ito'y dati kong buhay. Ngayon, I am better. Once upon a time, I was dying. I was hopeless. I was miserable, helpless, depressed. But because Jesus came into my life when I started attending, I had hope. Okay pala ako. I am not ugly. I am beautiful. I am precious. I am loved. I am welcomed. I am enjoyed and celebrated. I am still a mess, but I'm walking in the right direction. With that story, people will come with you the next time because they too need to see and they too experience, oh nga, no, I need that. Bless the people you know with the Jesus you found here at the Feast Makati Legas. Can I invite you all to stand? Can I call the team on stage?
Tell them your love story. When you're blessed, bless others. Don't keep it to yourself. Because someone you know, his or her life will depend on what you say next to them. The Lord commissions us to go and make disciples. And your tool is simply your story. You don't have to research on theological things to tell them. Just tell them, you know what? My life changed. My perspective changed. I'm happier now. I'm not perfect, but I'm in the best direction to gain a better me. And you know what? Your story can change someone's trajectory. Say that. Ang trajectory yung direction. A lot of people's direction are not good. They're going down in despair, in doom, in destruction. But your story can catch them in the point and change their direction so they go up. Amen? Your story can change someone's eternity. Someone you know needs Jesus. And all it needs is just share your story. How you've been changed. How your life has been better. It doesn't have to be a life-changing experience you already had. It can just be, my, my, my outlook has changed a little. And that alone is a big thing. Your story can change that. Because people are dying. Society is crumbling. Hope is fading. And sometimes we need good news in this world now. Just to tell people, Alamo, there's love. There's joy. There's peace. There's kindness. There's acceptance. There's hope. What you experience here every Thursday can change that. And it's time tonight that we go. Let's go. Let's go on the offensive and start changing the world by our story. Today and every Sunday, as we confess our creed, make your creed your battle cry. Go on the offensive. Don't wait for people to come here. Oh, sige, pag nandito, alagaan kita. Hindi, ikaw pumunta ko sila. We start attacking where people need us. The creed, make it your battle cry. We declare with our creed that we're on the winning side. Every time we confess it, be reminded it's, it's not just to embolden us, but it's to intimidate the enemy that I believe in God. To remind the enemy that he's already defeated. We're gonna pray our creed again tonight. And when you pray it tonight, and every time you pray it again, do it because it's your conviction, it's who you are. Second, it's because you're part of a family who prays the same creed and you belong. And third, because it's your battle cry. It's what you will use to defeat the enemy and win people for Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, as we come before you, Lord Jesus, we thank you for what you have first promised to us. A relationship. An ability to see you become the king of our hearts. The king of our families. The Lord of our lives. The Lord of our future. 
thank you for what you promised, Lord Jesus. You say, come and see. And so, Lord, yes, we join you. And as we walk in you, we know people who need you as well. And so, Father, we ask you, Lord Jesus, give us the ability to start sharing our love story to them the next time we meet them. Think of that person you thought of a while ago or that group of people in your circle that you think needs Jesus. And start praying for that person. And start placing it in your mind as a prayer. Now, Lord, I want to see them with you someday soon. And Lord, as we declare our creed, as we pray our creed, we declare this as a battle cry. That we believe in you, we believe in what you have done, and we believe in what you're going to do. Because we're on the winning side. The enemy has no grasp over us. Everything will be defeated in your name because God is on our side. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I, Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, seated at the right hand of God Almighty. From there I come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Feast Makati Legaspi podcast. Join us next Thursday at 7.30 for another inspirational talk. Connect with us online at www.feastmakarilegaspi.com.